You're listening to Overcome the Overwhelm for Special Needs Moms with Lauren Lowry. Welcome back, friends. I'm so glad that you are here with me today. And if you are joining for the first time and listening in, then welcome. I'm glad to have you. And I hope that you find this podcast as kind of like a a source of just, you know, of life. (laughs) There are a few things, it seems, for special needs moms that are really uplifting. So I try to be that for you guys. I try to you know, put a little bit of good out there, a little bit of positivity out there, because I know, I know, guys, just as much as you do, how hard it can be. So I'm glad you're here, all of you guys. And I just want to dive right into today's topic, because I'm excited about it. I'm pretty sure I say that every week, because I get very excited about my podcasts. So not a problem, right? It's a good thing. (laughs) Okay, but before we start, I have a question for you. Um, actually, I'm going to have a few questions throughout this podcast. I think a couple. But let's start with question number one. What will happen if you stay exactly how you are right now? I want to let you kind of like sink that in and think about it. And yes, this is a very broad question. And it could be in regards to so many different things, right? But I want you to ask yourself, what, like, what was the very first gut reaction? Like the first thing you thought of whenever you heard me say that question? I'm going to say it again. What will happen if you stay exactly how you are right now? What came up for you? Was it your marriage? Was it your weight? Your physical health? Was it your mental health and your stress levels? And how maybe you aren't taking care of yourself as much as you think you should or as much as you would like to? And whatever it is, it is most likely it is something that you wish was different in your life or something you wish was different about yourself. Maybe not. Maybe you heard the question and thought, yeah, if I keep doing what I'm doing, everything will be great. And that, that's awesome. Like, you keep going. <laughs> you might want to listen in, though, because there's still some amazing points I'm going to make in this podcast episode. <laughs> but for most of us, that won't be the case because our brains really like to lean towards the negative. Our brains like to see the gap. They don't like to see the gain. They like to see the gap where we are lacking. So now I want you to think about whatever that thing is that came up to you, whatever that topic is that your brain brought up to you. And I want you to think about how, you know, what a year from now, five years or even 10 years from now, what effect does that problem, that thing you wish was different What effect does that have on your life as a whole if it is not addressed? So often we forget about the big picture of our lives. We we get really focused on each day as a singular event. We always say like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Or "I, I plan on doing that someday. Or my absolute favorite, I'll get to that when I have more time. (laughs) That's always the one I would use. But tomorrow never comes got that tomorrow never comes it's always tomorrow and someday is always in the future that is not an actual date like you won't wake up one day you'll look at your calendar on your phone and say oh my gosh it's finally someday I guess I'll finally start on that thing I've been meaning to do it's just it's not gonna happen guys someday will never be a day on your calendar (laughs) and what if that thing that subject you know that topic that came to your brain is the entire reason You don't have more time. Stay with me here. 
Because really, when we say this, we aren't saying we don't have time. Because we do. We have time to get on social media. We have time to watch Netflix. We have time to watch cat videos on TikTok, right? We have time. We all have the exact same amount of time. And I mean that physical minutes in each day, right? Do we all have different things in our schedules? Absolutely. Are our schedules busy? A thousand percent. And you guys know I don't use the B word. I don't like the word busy. But I'll say it here. We're busy. (laughs) So let's just say that your thing that came up was your marriage. Whenever you heard that question at the beginning, what will happen if you stay exactly how you are right now and your marriage popped into your head? So what does that have to do with time, right? And maybe, you know, maybe it's a matter of like, oh man, me and, me and my husband were fighting a lot or oh, we just feel really disconnected. Or maybe you feel like things are just kind of heading south. They weren't what they used to be, you know, but you love him and you wish it were better. And all of this, it literally will drain your energy levels. It will make you exhausted, especially if you are fighting more, like actually having a lot more fights and arguments with your spouse. That takes up literal time that we don't ever really sit and think about like, wow, how much time in my day or in my week am I spending arguing or having little tiffs with my husband or thinking about and ruminating over like, I can't believe he did that or didn't do that. And on top of all that, you have the buffering that happens afterwards, after those fights. Those are the things that you do to avoid, you know, those negative emotions. Maybe you call your sister to vent. Maybe you to decide to, you know, buy that new purse you've had your eye on because you're mad and you just want something that will make you feel better. All of this takes up even more of your time and energy. And if you don't do anything to change it, then what will happen? How could this affect you long-term? You know, you won't be as happy as you wish you were. You will keep fighting and arguing with your husband. You might end up getting a divorce in the long run. That costs a lot of money. It takes a lot of time and energy to go through a divorce. And if this is something you're like, I love my husband, I don't want it to come to that, then it might be something we need to take a look at. And I'm just using marriage as an example here, guys. This podcast episode was not supposed to be about marriage, but... (laughs) But maybe time and energy aren't the reason you start making the changes. Maybe it's thinking, I don't know how, or I don't know what to do. You know, we, I, don't know, I don't know how to fix things with him. I don't know what to do there. Because the thought, I don't know, is pretty much, it's like poison in our brains. It literally, it never creates anything good in our lives. It ends up leaving us taking like zero action in our lives, actually. Think about it. Whenever you think, I don't know, you kind of just throw your hands up in the air and just like, ah, well, I don't know, so I can't solve my problems. Our brains are like, yep, I like that way because that's the easy way. I don't have to think. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to get up off the couch. You know, I don't know how to lose weight. I don't know how to fix my marriage. I don't know how to start my business. I don't know how to not be so dang stressed out. And guess what? We didn't know how to be special needs moms, did we? I didn't know. I was not given a guidebook. I was not ever taught how to be this kind of mom. No. We didn't know how to care for a child with a life-limiting diagnosis. We didn't know how to use a feeding tube or a suction machine. We didn't know how to make an insurance appeal. We didn't know how to handle difficult behaviors. But we didn't say 
what we did not say was, oh, I don't know. Guess I just don't know what to do. (laughs) Instead, what we said, what I really would put a lot of money on that we did not say, I don't know, just gave up, right? We said, well, I guess I'm going to figure this out. And then we started to figure it out, right? Think about all the things that you have figured out since having your child or since getting a diagnosis. Think about everything that you've figured out. Give yourself some credit there, guys. We are resourceful. We are a very, very resourceful bunch, and we are smart. And we all probably do things in very different ways. There is no right, one right way to do things. Because we're all different, and our situations are unique. Your child might use a feeding pump, while, you know, my family, we do bolus feeds. Or maybe your child doesn't even have a G-tube at all. But you have to figure out how to navigate like sensory issues around food. But what we all did was we figured it out. We tried things. We did a bit of research. We made a plan. But what we didn't do was throw our hands up in the air after one failed attempt, trying one thing, like, oh, well, that didn't work. I just give up. We just give up on our child. No, absolutely not. I know that we're not doing that because I know how much Every single one of you loves your child. I see it. I see it all over Instagram and Facebook and the messages you guys send me. We love our kids and we would do anything for them. And we need to take that initiative and spread it out into the rest of our lives. And whatever your thing is, right? (laughs) So a little story here. When Leo, he was first in speech therapy, our big goal was to give him a way to communicate. You know, at that time, um, that point in time, Leo was very quiet. He didn't really, like, make any verbalizations, no, like, babbling, no noises really at all even. Um, And we wanted to give him a way to tell us he wanted something. So we tried things like, you know, we'd we'd hold up two items kind of in his field of vision, like two toys, and wait and see, you know, does he look at one? And we ask, which one do you want? We tried switch buttons. We tried flashcards with pictures on them. We tried all sorts of things. And while each one of these attempts was not the solution we were looking for, you might say they were even failures, they weren't failures at all. Because he started to get more and more vocal along the way. And we started to learn what was working and what wasn't. Leo has CVI, which is cortical visual impairment. So it took that trial and error to learn the best solutions for him. It took all of that to figure out where his, you know, best field of vision is and what contrasting colors he sees best and everything like that. If we just thrown our hands up in the air, we would never have gotten to the solution that we're at now that is working pretty well. So now we have an eye gaze device for him. And that in itself is a whole different list of trials. Like, that's a lot of trial and errors and a lot of failure that pushes us forward. So all of that to say, not knowing how to do something isn't a problem. Not trying, that's the real problem. Now, maybe your thing wasn't your marriage or it, was, it wasn't your weight or any of that. Maybe it was just how you feel, how you're living your life, your day-to-day choices, And this seems like a smaller, you know, kind of quote unquote problem of sorts. Um, But 
you know, it kind of seems like, well, it doesn't end in divorce or, you know, type 2 diabetes or life spent not reaching for our goals. Like, oh, those are big things. That's just, it's small. It's a lot smaller, right? Wrong. Because <laughs> the thing is, is it could. It could lead to all of those things and more. Because it's actually one of the biggest problems at all. Because it has a larger impact. How we feel and our emotions and our stress and just how we are choosing, you know, to live our day-to-day life has a larger impact on us, our families, everyone around us than anything else in the world. It affects not just how we feel, it affects every single aspect of our lives. It touches everything. It affects our children's lives. It affects their successes. It affects our marriage. It affects our careers, our finances, our physical health. All of it gets touched by how we feel and how we handle those emotions, how we handle that stress. So I want to ask you guys this. What would happen if you stay stuck in survival mode? What will happen if you keep avoiding your emotions? What will happen if you don't manage all of that stress? You end up burned out. You end up too exhausted and too depleted to be there for your child. You feel too overwhelmed to get anything done. You know, back to the whenever I mentioned the time and energy thing. You feel too anxious to enjoy the present moments. You end up fighting more with your spouse because of all this. You end up avoiding all of that overwhelm because when we feel overwhelmed, we just check out. You just end up avoiding everything. You end up fearing all of the bad things that can happen, which causes you to completely miss out on the moments where nothing bad is happening. This doesn't just cost you time or energy or money even. It costs you your own happiness, your own wellness, your own joy. And this brings me to question number two. Actually, I think it might be question number three. (laughs) But what is one thing you can do today? Not tomorrow, guys. Not someday. Not like, "Mm, maybe, maybe I'll do that later. No, today. What is one thing you can do today that will start moving you forward on your big thing that you said in the beginning? It will start moving you forward and actually making changes. Maybe it's having an open and loving conversation with your spouse. Maybe it's saying, I'm in the process of figuring this out instead of, I don't know. Maybe it's deciding that you are worth taking care of and deciding now is the time. Now is the time to start addressing what needs to be addressed whether that's going to a therapist, whether that's getting medications, whether that's joining, you know, coaching program, joining Overcome the Overwhelm, whatever it is, your brain is going to try to talk you out of it. It's going to try to find excuses. I don't have enough time. Back to that. I don't have enough energy. Back to that one. <laughs> I don't know what to say or how, how I'll do it. I don't know how to do this. Don't know how I'm going to do it. And when this happens, when your brain starts coming up with all the reasons why you can't do it, just know that nothing has gone wrong. Nothing at all. This is very normal. This is part of being a human. Do you hear me here? It's part of being a normal human being. Yay! 
But that's how it always will go when we try to start moving forward. Our brains don't like the scary discomfort that comes with all of that. They don't like, like, oh, that doesn't feel safe. I don't know what's going to happen. So we better just not try. It will always try to talk you out of it because there's safety and not growing. But just know that that's all part of the process of growth. So, all right, ladies, I hope you have a wonderful day. Let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram um, or Facebook or wherever you connect with me. Let me know what is the one thing you're going to do today to move forward and start making changes on whatever your big thing was. All right. You guys have a great day. Bye. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Overcome the Overwhelm. If you have questions or would like more information, head on over to LowryLifeCoaching.com and I'll see you next week.